0: Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the To Be Praised podcast. To Be Praised is an online community dedicated to the spiritual and leadership development of women. I'm your host, Erica Kimberly. You can check for me on social media sites using at Erica underscore Kimberly, but make sure you're following all of the To Be Praised pages. So go to to tobepraised.com and also on Instagram and Twitter and even on Facebook, search for us, at To Be Praised. Um, Today we're gonna talk about self-care and faith self-care and faith and this topic came to me as i was lying in the er a couple of weeks ago and i decided that i needed to take better care of myself so that i could accomplish all of my goals so if you've been struggling with self-care i really hope that this blesses you i hope it encourages you and if you know someone who is struggling with self-care and maybe you don't want to have the conversation with them to say hey you're actually not taking good care of yourself (laughs) send them this podcast and uh ease your way into it but i just feel like i should share a little bit of my story and some of my tips with you guys because life is about teaching but it's also about learning so a couple weeks ago i had this huge stomach attack and i went to the er before anybody gets worried i'm fine i'm doing much much better but essentially what happened is i took some vitamins and i really didn't eat And I had this huge, huge, huge stomach attack. I mean, like, my hands were numb. My arms were numb. I was on my bedroom floor for probably about, like, two hours. And it just got worse and worse. And ultimately, um, my family had to scoop me up, literally, and wheel me to the car (laughs) and demand that I go to the ER. And I was, like, in tears because I did not want to go there at all, but they stood in for me, and they were the voice of reason, and I went to the ER, and um, I had an IV, I got some medication, and ultimately, I didn't feel 100% when I was being released, but I'm a champ, you guys know that, so I wasn't going to like tell the doctors that I still low-key felt terrible, but I did decide that sitting there, I needed to make some changes. I'm doing a lot of things, and I have a lot of things on my plate, but the point of accomplishing goals in my mind is just not to knock it off a list but to do it with integrity to do it with some class right I like to throw swag on everything and then also to do it uh caring for myself in the process because I'm a part of everything that I'm doing. I'm a part of this brand to be praised. I'm a part of my doctorate degree. I'm a part of my community. I'm a part of my church. I'm a part of the relationships that I have with people. So it's important for me to just always remember that I'm in the midst of every circumstance. And some people will think that That's selfish or arrogant, but it's not. Like, I'm the servant of every area in my life. And because of that, I realized that I need to put myself um, in a position to care for myself, understanding that I'm bringing me everywhere I go. So when I think about self-care, there's two things that I think about. Um, One is no one is going to care for you but you. Now, I'm not saying that people are not going to support you. Right? like I went to the ER and I had to have people help me in the car. But no one is really going to care for me or manage my life the way that I am supposed to. It's my life. Erica Kimberly is the person in charge of Erica Kimberly's life. So, when I think about self-care, I want you to also think about self-care in the vein of knowing who's in charge. You are in charge of your own life. So, I can't expect my best friends to manage my time or to manage my emotions or to manage my money that's my job so i have to take full responsibility of my life you are your only hero there's nobody that's gonna come with a cape right like batman as much as i love batman he's not coming for you okay he's not real (laughs) the only savior you have is jesus and even he did his job so every hero that you need from here on out is Jesus in you. And you have to do your job because Jesus did his job on the cross. The other thing that I want you to think about is pacing yourself. And this is something that I mentally check myself on all the time because everyone has an opinion. Like I am literally blown away on Facebook every day I go on there and I log out because everyone has an opinion about what someone else is doing. But here's the thing. You have to pace yourself because, again, you are your only hero. We did the podcast a couple weeks ago or even maybe two months ago on staying in your lane. Part of that tactic comes from this idea where you need to understand you are playing a long-term game, not a short one. You have to have stamina to accomplish your goals. You have to have stamina to strengthen yourself every day because it's not about winning in the moment. It's about winning for a lifetime. And to me, that means so much more to me than anything else. I watch people who are episodic. I watch people who like they're in it for like the quick five minutes of fame. I've never been that type of person ever. I look down the road and I say, okay, I'm going to not do this because I'm thinking about five years from now, 10 years from now. And it's important to pace yourself and to care for yourself so that you can accomplish your goals and you can do it with stamina. And so the meaning of stamina is strength of physical constitution, power to endure disease fatigue. And my question is, do you have the power to endure? Do you have the power to endure? Not your Facebook friends, not your Twitter followers, not the people you're trying to impress, not the individuals in your market, right? Not your family. Do you personally have the power to endure so that you can accomplish tasks? The only way to have that power is to pace yourself. So self-care is important because you are your only hero and you have to think about the long-term game. Pace yourself. One of the things that motivates me uh, to self-care and one of the things that I could not stop thinking about when I was in the ER is that Self-care is directly tied to faith. And when I say that, I'm thinking about the book of Genesis. And so for those of you who know me, you know I'm a person of faith. And I encourage everyone in my life to become a person of faith. A person who believes God, trusts God, and has a relationship with God. And because I do, because I do have a relationship with God, it means so much to me that God rested after he created the whole world. And you can't even get out of like the first two chapters of Genesis without seeing how God views rest. And so in Genesis chapter 2, it says, Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were and finished. finished. And, and, on the and on the seventh day, day God ended his work, which he, 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 he had done. he rested, rested on the seventh, seventh day from day for all, the work, work, all the work, all, all his work, work all which he had, he had done. And here's so why, why this is, part part important is important to me. When you're caring for yourself and you're resting you're recognizing that you actually accomplished something and I might step on some people's toes and I'm not going to apologize for that because here's the real some people like to rest but they haven't really done much they haven't really accomplished much but for those of us who are diligent and who are working really really hard Rest is a byproduct of accomplishing. The Bible just said to us that, um, thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. That reminds me of when Jesus was on the cross and he said, it is finished. And then he gave up his spirit. Some of us are giving up way before we finish anything. And I might need to do a podcast on like tasks and finishing because there's a lot of commentary that people have online also about like what other people are doing but only you know what the end looks like and feels like and only you know when you're quitting too soon but rest is something that you deserve after you've done something so don't feel bad for acknowledging that you need to rest because you've done something after I finish a semester, or a course, actually, I get one week off. I'm in an accelerated program, so I have seven weeks on, one week off. And during my last week off, I had so much fun. I went to New York City with a friend. We saw a play. It was awesome. Um, I like linked up with some friends that I haven't seen in a long time as well. I went shopping. Like I did things that gave me a sense of rest. I deserved that after pulling an A in one of like the hardest classes I've ever taken in my academic career. I completed something, therefore, I rested. And the way that I rested was a way that uh, made sense to me because it filled me up with energy. It, uh, it also poured into my life in such a meaningful way because I connected with people who I actually care about. So when we look at scripture and we see that God rested on the seventh day after he completed things, I think that it can help us ground ourselves in A, why we need to rest. We rest because we have finished working. And then B, why we should rest And also as a way to care for ourselves, because God did this as a sense of respite, completion and peace. He had just flung stars in the sky, put his hand in dirt, fashioned a woman. Right. He did all these things. They had a first marriage in the Garden of Eden. He completed his tasks and then he rested to give himself peace. So I just want to encourage somebody to think about God. And think about resting to pour into yourself after you've done something really, really hard. The other thing that is hugely important to me uh, when I think about rest is it comes from Matthew eleven twenty eight. But and as I'm turning there, I'll tell you this. But like a lot of people struggle with anxiety and also struggle with control. And I get it because there was definitely a huge portion of my life where like I just wanted to manage everything. And God had to break me out of that because ultimately he's teaching all of us that he's in control. So when you're not rested, when you are not well rested, you become exhausted and you become frustrated. And I see it all the time in like parents with their children after a long day and they're just like bugging out on the kid, screaming at the kid. I'll go to Target and it's six o'clock. Right. And you see parents in their dress clothes. So you're assuming they came from work and that little kid has all this energy. And you're assuming, I don't know, they came from school, a daycare, whatever. And then there's a meltdown and there's the kid. They want a toy. And I get it because like kids want stuff. Don't bring a kid in a store and expect the kid to not want things. I don't even have a kid. And I know that. So then the parent starts yelling and they start screaming. And like, I'm just there with my little basket as a single person looking like, how can I help everybody calm down? So exhaustion breeds frustration. And when you are mentally or spiritually exhausted, you tend to be very irritable. I do as well. And this is one way that I know. I need rest. When I start getting snippy with people, people start getting on my nerves. I start getting frustrated very easily. I'm lacking patience, which is a fruit of the spirit. I know that I'm exhausted. And one of my favorite quotes is, sleep doesn't help if it's your soul that's tired. We have to, in this society, find more ways to rest. Because many people are running around with an exhausted soul. They have gotten seven hours of sleep eight hours of sleep, but their soul is tired because they're running from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Everyone's being competitive with someone else. I have to post this online. I have to do this. Oh, my coworker just got a promotion. I need to work harder, more hours in the cubicle. And ultimately Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, something that all of us need to listen to. Come to me, he says, all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I love that scripture because it says two times that we will find rest and the rest comes from Jesus himself. So when you're feeling exhausted, sometimes you need to take your heart and your soul and your mind to God, take it to Jesus and have him give you rest. But again, let's point out the little caveat, come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden. So I'm not I'm not gonna like speak negatively to anybody because I don't believe in that. But if you're laboring, you're going to be tired. Some people who are tired from doing nothing, like I don't understand that personally because it doesn't even make logical sense. But if you're exhausted, then you will understand, I need to take all of this energy. I need to take all of this exhaustion and literally hand it over to Jesus because I am tired. So self-care and faith to me are very in line because we see in two different portions of scripture, Old Testament and New, that God rested, and Jesus encourages rest. So caring for yourself, caring for who you are as a person on the inside and on the outside comes from these examples that you should be resting after you work hard. You should be resting after you've accomplished difficult tasks. So the natural question, right, like after all this is, well, Erica, how do I actually do that? And I'm the type of person who loves to give great advice based on the things that I've learned Uh, but like the step-by-step is so much more important than the theory and I learned this in in teaching a a writing class like you can teach someone something in theory but if you give them the step-by-step they're more likely to actually accomplish it so even with Jesus like he tells us how to accomplish the task of resting you have to like come to him and then you take up something else so I want to give you guys a couple tips for self-care and um, hopefully it'll bless you and help you One of the ways that you can actually right now today start caring for yourself is to number one, pay attention to what drains you. Write this down. Pay attention to what drains you. Now, you may need to do this, I don't know, in your car, drive to the beach, roll the windows down and reflect. Go to a peaceful place. Uh, maybe when everyone is out of your house, you can think about this. I tend to really enjoy like early morning reflections, but some people like late night reflections. Whatever works for you. Think about what drains you. And I had to do that um, really at the end of last year. Just certain things weren't feeling right. So I wrote this down in my journal and it helped me make some healthy changes, but it's something that I continue to revisit. Maybe you need a career change. Maybe you have a career that is high demand and you realize that it's a great place to be environmentally, maybe financially, but is it bringing you peace? I believe there's a balance, and I think that God always has um, something for everyone that gives them peace, fulfillment, and prosperity. So ask yourself, like, what's draining me? Is it my career? Do you need new energy around you? I went to a poetry night, uh, last night and it was just great to be around like some different energy, some creative energy. Maybe you need to explore some environments in your area, a bookstore. Maybe there's like a bike club. Maybe there is like a knitting club, um, I don't know my brother has a drone and I think they have like drone clubs which I think is pretty cool and a little weird Um, maybe you need to join some type of group to just surround yourself with new energy maybe you need to relocate have you lived in the same place all the time have you experienced trauma in a particular city or in a particular area and maybe you need to up and move so that you're not being emotionally drained that is a huge way to care for yourself Maybe you need more water. Maybe you need to eat healthier. I'm huge on that, and we'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Uh, Maybe you need to end a really draining relationship or friendship. I'm going to keep it honest with this one. Like, I am huge on managing the people in my life. Huge. And I know that a lot of my friends and family members are listening to this, so I'm not going to get into detail. But I will tell you this. I love everybody. Everybody. Genuinely, I love everybody because God loves everybody. But everyone that I know doesn't need to be somebody I text every day. doesn't need to be somebody I hang out with every weekend. There are some people who bring with them their inability to self-care. And with that comes turmoil, um, anxiety, depression. When they say your vibe attracts your tribe, it's true. So there are people who I just have to manage, and I don't tell them that, right? Like, I'm not putting that on Facebook, like, hey, XYZ person, I manage you by not calling you every weekend, but at the end of the day, like, I know who drains me, and it doesn't mean that I don't hang out with them occasionally, but it just means that I have to set some boundaries, and self-care is definitely, definitely about managing draining relationships or just people who don't give you the energy that you need to accomplish your tasks, Another thing that you may want to um, think about is asking God to just help you find areas in your life to shift. I always tell people, like, God is your best friend. He is not somebody who wants you miserable. Ask him for help. Ask him to show you, like, okay, Lord, you know, This church that I'm in, I love to serve here, but I feel drained, so can you help me shift myself in this congregation so that I have peace, so that I'm working your will, so that I'm using my talents, but also, Lord God, so that I'm caring for myself in the process, understanding that your Holy Spirit lives inside of me, and I cannot be a help to you, Lord. If my spirit and your spirit are not at rest, like that's a high level prayer, to be honest. I don't even know if a lot of people pray like that. It took a lot of dramatic situations in my life to pray like that. And I don't believe in up and leaving every church because church is filled with people and people are messy. So church A is going to be messy like church B, but maybe you just need to ask God to help you manage that situation. The Bible says, if you seek him with all your heart, you'll find him. So he's not going to play hide and seek on that one. Um, Another thing that you can think about is traveling more. I know traveling is expensive, but look on Groupon. They have like hotels for cheap. They have like one night, two nights here, three nights there. Um, I'm really big on booking a hotel, and I've done this for, I don't know, probably the past like five years actually. I will book a hotel and literally just spend the night there. Sometimes, like, one of my best friends and I will do it and we'll just have like crazy girl time and then sometimes I'll just do it by myself and I'll bring my journal I'll eat junk food uh and just give give myself space and and give myself space to be in a different environment um to sleep in a bed that I don't have to make the next day you'll be surprised what a great night's rest will do for you so travel even if it's locally find a bed and breakfast um my other recommendations of course are and I say these in unison, yoga, meditation, and prayer. Uh, Stretch your body, work out at the gym. Natural antidepressants are released in your body when you're working out. So I think that that's a great way for you to care for yourself and also follow that with meditation and prayer. After I have like an amazing workout, I always will shower. Please shower, people. (laughs) It's good for you. Um, But then while I'm showering, I'm meditating and I'm praying. And I use that physical, mental, spiritual synergy to really create a process of peace, And it works great for me. Let me know if that's something that works for you. But like I said, that heavy workout with some meditation and prayer, definitely a recipe for success. And I do that in the morning. And it's a mind, body, and soul experience for me. I'm working my body. I'm thinking high level, right? When I'm doing some reps or if I'm running, I'm thinking about things. I'm speaking to myself in a positive manner. I'm telling myself, you're more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ. There's nothing ahead of you that God doesn't see. You can do this, whatever this is, in this day. You are a warrior. Um, I'm caring for my body while I'm working out, but I'm caring for my mind while I'm speaking positively. And the Bible talks about thinking these things and what are the things that the Bible is referencing, Whatever is true, whatever's right, whatever's honorable, whatever's holy. If you're always thinking about negativity, you're going to have negative days weeks, months, years, and that's how people become depressed. You have to pour into yourself. So when you're doing a physical activity, you can actually work your mind at the same time. And then when you seal all that with prayer and you just ask God to to help you say, Lord, give me the soul balance, help my soul to be in line with you. You go back to that scripture in, in Matthew, where Jesus is talking about giving you rest for your soul. Initiate that initiate that with God and I guarantee you that you will feel much better and once you care for yourself like this for um, a couple of weeks you'll see a huge difference in your energy alone because your body again is releasing those antidepressants your mind is elevated because you're you're speaking positively to yourself and then you're sealing all of that with prayer you're talking to God who gives you all strength you're talking to God who will give you all knowledge. And ultimately, you're creating a recipe for yourself that will give you the rest that you need. And it's really, it's a beautiful thing. Um, in the show notes, I'm going to uh, post or you'll see it. It's a self-care wheel. And I found this online and I love it so much. I actually think I might print it and laminate it. Um, And and like put it in in my planner because it has six different sections, physical. okay, physical self-care, emotional, professional, personal, spiritual and psychological. So these six sections have different um, tips for you. And I think it's really helpful. So there may be other things that I haven't mentioned that you can do. Like I'm looking at it now and in the personal section, it says write a poem or a book. It also says learn to play the guitar, right? These are just personal things that you can do for you. A lot of times we look to other people to care for us. And I mentioned in the beginning, no one is going to be your hero. So don't drain like your loved one, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your kids with stuff that you need to do for you. Now, i love you when i say that okay imagine me holding your hand when i say that but don't drain other people with things that you need to do for yourself maybe you need to just get up and say i want to learn the piano in that personal time you being committed to that task you enjoying music will help you in all of the other things and efforts of your life whether it's managing other people maybe that'll give you some encouragement where you're not being hard on your staff because you know Thursdays at six o'clock after work I have something that's going to make me feel great so that's just one tip but if you go through this wheel you'll see different suggestions in the spiritual section Um, they do mention the meditation they also mention something that I think is a major key find a spiritual mentor that's great for self-care just to have somebody pour into your spiritual life Um, in the physical area It says, turn off cell phone, get me time. That's a word for some of us who are always stuck on our phone. That's a huge, huge, huge thing. Care for yourself by cutting out those distractions. So go through this wheel and just find something, maybe once a month you wanna try something different. In the psychological area, it mentions relaxing in the sun. Get some vitamin D. I know that that helps with um, antidepressant thoughts and vibes as well. Uh, And the last thing that you'll see in the show notes, it's tinybuddha.com. And they have 45 simple self-care practices. And one of the things that I said I would mention next, that's also on this website, is narrowing your food choices. And I want to be very real with you. If you don't have enough water and if you are not eating healthy, clean foods, you will experience more depression, anxiety, sleeplessness you'll also have like wild cravings it's your body is becoming codependent and a lot of people are like codependent on sugar <clears throat> sugars and carbs it's in salad dressings I mean it's just all over the place so I want you to think about managing sorry I have something in my throat but managing your food choices I did this out of fun and it's actually become like a thing which I think is a little (laughs) weird but I have like an Instagram stories cooking show where I'm just like cooking and I'm just talking and I really didn't do it because I thought people were gonna be into it I just did it because some of my friends ask me like what are you cooking Um, they know that I love to cook that's another way that I care for for myself it's just another way for me to be creative and so when years ago i wanted to become healthier i started looking at what types of food would boost my energy what type of foods would boost my mood and it was really interesting for me to to see that different fruits will do different things for your body like potassium and bananas help with your mood ladies Y'all know sometimes we need that mood regulator. So, fellas, if you're listening to this, go buy a thing of bananas (laughs) and just say to your friends, to your girl, to your wife, babe, I got you some bananas. You want a banana smoothie? Don't even make it a big deal. But that potassium does so much for our moods, okay? So, little things like that, just shifting what you do for yourself can have lasting effects on your relationships, also on your job performance. For those of you who are studying like I am, if you're in a a high degree program, master level, doctorate level, I want you to think about brain foods. That's a great way for you to care for yourself. Get that protein in okay cheese almonds um, tofu turkey lean meat all of that helps with your brain and it gives your brain power and I can't stress enough you know you're working really hard so you need more brain fuel we're taking in so much information so I want you to think about just eating some better foods drinking more water your body is 75% water your brain is swimming in water did you know that so when you drink more soda more coffee right more alcohol you're not giving your body the water it needs to sustain itself and to perform at a high level so get your water in drink great foods that's another way for you to care for yourself It's not always about the weight. Like, I think people focus on weight so much, but it's really about the inside. It's the stuff that you can't see. So care for yourself by just making some healthier choices. Again, I'll put this link in the show notes, so hopefully it'll encourage you to check out the other 45 simple uh, self-care practices. Um, In conclusion, really, protect your peace. That's my mantra for 2017. When I was in the ER, I just thought about All of the things and the people that don't matter when you're in a crisis. Protect your peace, okay? There's a lot of stuff that you do that just doesn't matter as much as you think it does. So protect what's yours, and that's your mind, and that's your spirit. And again, like, God gave you one brain. He gave you one spirit. He gave you one body. Honor him with that. The greatest way for you to show God that you love him as God is to take great care of yourself and then to take great care of other people. So bless somebody if you've been blessed by this podcast and please like hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know how you're caring for yourself. I'm actually really, really interested. And that's because I'm always thinking of new ways to care for myself. So I want to know like, what are you guys doing? Did you find something on the self-care wheel that really worked for you? Was there something on the tiny Buddha site that worked for you? Um, Are there scriptures that are working for you? Let me know so we can bless each other. Uh, Life is about progress. And like I said, we're playing a long-term game, right? So if it doesn't matter in the next 10 minutes, it won't matter in the next 10 years. Protect your peace, honor yourself, be blessed, and you deserve you. And I don't know if anyone has told you that, but I'm telling you that today. You deserve yourself. And so many times we give ourselves away to everyone and then there's nothing left for us. You deserve you. So take a little bit from the top. Don't feel bad about it okay? Put the work in. God honors hard work, but God also wants to honor you, okay? I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Be inspired. Be blessed. Again, go to tobepraised.com. Uh, we have a Bible study that's coming up, an online virtual Bible study. The information is on tobepraised.com, so check it out. It's Thursday, May 25th at 8 p.m. So feel free to tune in. We have some really great feedback from the first one, so we'll be incorporating some of that in this next one. But um, again, self-care and faith, guys. It's really important. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed one.